Hello, everyone. Welcome. Um, it's 10 o'clock. I, I had to start a little early. I have a flight tomorrow. So, but hopefully you guys have finished the episode or hopefully you're finishing it now. So we can get into this episode five of the OG 90 Day Fiance. Hello, Scott. How are you? Um, yeah, so this episode, um, episode five, Mesia. Hello, Aretha. Hi, Aretha. Oh, wait, is that the Aretha Gray? I loved you on, what was that show you were on? I don't remember the name of it, but you were on it with Betty White, and I really did love you. Um, I do love you still. Um, hi, everybody. Um, Kara's here. Um, I don't know where Didi is. She just texted me, so maybe she's not here. Oh, thank you, Scott. We love you as well. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. Good. So, episode five, we met yes. Clayton. Um, yes. I, I'm in, I'm very, where's Dee Dee at? She just texted me what time. Dee, <laughs> we're on. Off the Rockers. Thank you. Yes. Rita Gray, I am obsessed with you. I remember when you did Off yes. the Rockers with Betty White. So good. That's not the only thing you did, though. No. You were on a bunch of other shows, too, but... Thanks for being here. I'm I pre I'm honored that you're even yes, here. I really, really do love you. Um, Didi, if you're around, we're here. You should be here too. So um, let me know where you are. Scott's here, pineapple's here, mama talks is here, everybody's here. Um, so this episode oh there she is. This episode is number five, and we met a new cast member. We were oh, there you are. Hold on. I'm accepting you, I'm accepting you. Okay, we were actually given a break from um, Black Ashley, the witch, which was which was nice, right? When it went off, and I realized that Black Ashley wasn't there, I didn't. I wasn't like, hey. hey. How you doing? I am good, how are you? Good, Um, Instagram is not notifying me again. I don't know what's going on. It's you, so. you Dee Dee. It's all you. Wait, did you it's get always me? Wait, Cara, did you get a notification? I did. They're picking on you. I know. Like they were doing this a couple of weeks ago, remember? Mm -hmm. I was like, um, because I even sent you a um a text message. I was like, uh, what time tonight? So, I no, I don't know. If you go on my profile and there's like a little bell, you have to click that bell to get notifications. Um I don't Yes, the notifications is on. I don't, I don't know, know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. He even put a countdown on there tonight. Did you like that? Well, you know what? Yeah, I was, sorry. I, you know, I've seen that, but I wasn't like, I don't know. I guess, I've, had a, I've had a day today. <laughs> I get so many DMs. They're like, hey, you never tell us what time. We don't know what's going on. So I was like, I'm going to put the countdown that on was there. I was like, I'm going to, so everyone knows what time it is. Because I'm like, I get like 20 DMs. They're like, what time, what time, what time, what time? And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be proactive and I'm gonna do that. So I wanna start I wanna start tonight with Gino and Jasmine because we kind of were talking a little bit about Gino's apartment slash townhome slash house. I know he used to have a house. We yeah. haven't gotten to what happened to the house yet. But I just wanna say Jasmine broke out in hives and Gino was under the impression that it was because she ate a half a bag of almonds. So I'm just gonna put this out here. If you're allergic to almonds or nuts and you eat half a bag of them, I think you would pass away. Am I am I wrong? No, you die. It's yeah, okay. Work. So I, I think that he was trying to de-escalate or kind of make it like his house wasn't dirty. And I'm just going to say this too. 
I would not eat anything that was prepared in his kitchen because his kitchen is dirty. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because he said that since his house doesn't look like an episode of Hoarders, it's not dirty. And I was like, see, there is a lot of variation between an episode of Hoarders because that's a condemned home. Like it's unlivable for anything, not even an animal. Okay, that's that's not dirty. That's condemned. It should be flattened with um, a bulldozer and burned. That's like, Gino's like, well, if it doesn't look like quarters, it's clean. I was like, no, that is such a huge variation between two different extremities, right? I was like, a hoarding home, no living thing should be in it because it's hazardous to health. A dirty home cannot be hazardous to health. It's just dirty, right? And it looks like he doesn't clean anything. His stove, my biggest pet peeve, I'm just going to throw that out there, is a dirty stove because that's where you cook, that's where you prepare food so like when i stay in an airbnb or from traveling or whatever and there's a dirty stove i legit call and cancel my airbnb and go to a different one because i can't eat in it because i can't eat in a dirty kitchen his bathroom and then okay one more thing six years is when he changes pillows how often do you guys change pillows so for me whenever the pillow is lumpy or it's not soft or it's misshapen or misshapen, it doesn't really there's no time limit on it I just replace it because I want to sleep and I want to wake up with my neck not crooked. So what is an acceptable amount of time to replace a pillow? I change it when I can't wash it anymore. Wait, you wash your pillows? All the time. I don't wash my pillows. Am I dirty? <laughs> See, no, you're not am dirty. I dirty. Am I gross? No. Just tell me. I'm not going to get mad. Am I gross? No. No. I didn't. I, mean, I don't wash them because I feel like when you wash them, then they get misshapen. Then I have to throw them away. That's what I mean. When I, I can't wash mine anymore, then I wash it two or three times, and once it's I wash done, mine in the bathtub. Like I'll instead of putting them in the wash machine because I've done them before, and then it's like all the cotton goes to one end. So I'll just put all of my cleaning supplies and just let them soak overnight. I put yeah. mine in the wash with a ton of bleach. Oh, wow. See, I don't know. Maybe I'm dirty. I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'll throw it away. Like if it if it's dingy or if it's like misshapen, I'll just throw it away in my nose. They, literally, they're $4 at Walmart to buy It's going to be a short podcast tonight because George is going to wash his pillows. Yeah, I'm really worried now that I'm dirty, <laughs> right? I'm really worried now. I'm, I'm very, very worried because I was like, ew, his apartment's what? Maybe I'm gross I, too. Like maybe I do. But I change my pillows a lot though. I change my pillows probably like maybe every three months four months is really pushing it yeah because my pillow has to be as it has to be like i don't know i'm really funny when it comes to my pillow okay. my blanket like i get a whole new um what, what we call bed in a bag like with the blanket mm -hmm. sheets every three four months i have to get a new See, one i have that's, to. that was my next question i was like blankets and sheets how um, often are we changing those? So you said every like three or four months. Yeah, and I'll wash them, and I'll wash them um, at least twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm not dirty there. I do wash my bedding every week with my clothes, so I'm not like filthy, right? Okay, so yeah, the blanket and everything, like everything has to be washed. Like if I can smell anything on it, like but if I have lotion or if I this Lazy bitch has been there for two days. Why is she not washing and cleaning the house? That house should have been clean. This is what I wanted to get into because I tweeted out. I was like, Jasmine has a higher standard of cleanliness than Gino, obviously, because Gino thinks unless your house looks like a condemned hoarding situation, it's not dirty. So I was like, in order for her to 
help him understand her standard of cleaning, she would need to clean the house to set the standard. Because he yes. doesn't know. He's a man, and he thinks that, you know, his dirty-ass kitchen and his dirty toilet, this is completely normal. Yeah. So, in my opinion, Jasmine would have needed to do a deep clean on the house and say, hey, this is the standard of clean that I expect. Because he doesn't know. He's under the impression that it is clean. If I was bringing a woman to live with me, I would have cleaned the hell out of it. But the way that he let her... Was he seriously living in an apartment with mice? Was that real? Because we've well, never... I don't know. I, that See, that comment was really interesting because all of the apartments she lived in when they were filming, he was paying for. Yeah. So I'm assuming that this was the apartment that she was in prior. I I'm think assuming. that's what it was that um whenever they started dating or something, the very first apartment that she had, I think that's what he was talking about that she was living in an apartment that was dirty and it was um and it had mice in it yeah uh, see i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't put that out there on tv with someone that i'm with just out of respect like yeah. i get that he wanted to defend himself but that's that's so i don't know she does the same thing though so it's kind of like it is you get what you take right she right. calls him out on TV all the time. You can't get it up. You, you're disgusting in bed. You're boring. I don't like you. You're ugly. Like, she she puts it out there. So it's like when he goes back and he's like, you live with mice. Like, who are you? Like, I get that because they're tit for tat. So it's like, I can't say that he should be more respectful because so should she, right? Like, she should be more respectful too. So that's called, just, they're below the belt. They're below the belt people, right? She called him an effing idiot three times tonight alone. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, we all thought it but she said it somebody was calling me that, that all the time i'd be like okay i'm putting your ass back on a plane well jay queasy says that she definitely had mice because she freaked out her reaction did seem like if you called somebody out for something that's true yeah that was that reaction because when people lie on me i get irritated but my reaction is like not, not as extreme or aggressive i'm just like yeah. oh you heard wrong that's not true. But when someone calls you out on something that you did that was supposed to be a secret and you were both under the impression that don't tell people, right. that's kind of right. how you react. Like, how dare you call me out on TV? The guilty it's... dog always barks. Remember that. Yep. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, oh, so Wanse's birthday is coming up and she's going to be throwing him the first birthday party that she's ever not attended. And... Okay, but can we address how she said how she, I realize that her English, she pauses often, yeah. but she said, I want to bring my kids, my two sons, and then she only ever mentioned Wanty and how he was gonna feel and how she was letting him down and never mentioned the other son. Yeah, like JC, yeah. JC, yeah. you're right. She said she was worried about how he felt, if he felt abandoned, if she was gonna mess him up. You know with what she was doing you're right she didn't really say that jc was of any concern to her other no, than she wanted to get him here sister's name again tell me what the sister's name is the sister uh, uh, is it is it liz liz okay liz. So yeah liz I, I think that she almost slipped tonight but i need to go back and rewatch it at what point so i can confirm she, I mean, well, Portuguese princess. But she never you. said her sister tonight. She never said her sister. She yes. only said my kids. Yeah. 
Well, I'm pretty sure the K the K two visa is only gonna qualify for her kids. But remember, I'm pretty sure the sister to bring her sister all along. That was the main. Got to get the sister and Wancy over here. And then tonight she made it very clear, specified two sons. After she paused and realized what she was saying, said the two sons, but said my kids, my kids, my kids. Never said anything about her sister, but her sister was always the first one she mentioned. Before. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed it too. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. And let's just say, if you follow the Gino and Jasmine page, it's like a page dedicated to just their relationship. Wanse is here. I yeah. didn't see nobody else. Yeah. But that's weird too, right? Like, because a K2 visa, you could do, if you got two kids, you could put two of them on the visa, right? Like, I don't, I'm not no immigration expert, but I'm pretty sure you fill out that visa process for your children. I think not for each second spot with Coco. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> Anyone else think her sister is her kid? Yes, we all do. Oh. Um, we're all. Um, I call her sister cousin, um, or daughter cousin. No, daughter cousin. Um, because I, I definitely think that that's her. Oh, so actually, mom's mama talks. Our um theory is that is her daughter with Dan. That is yes. kind of where we're leaning towards because let's remember Dan paid 2000 towards her butt implants and they were staying in the same building. They can't seem to cut their communication. Yes. You know what keeps people who broke up communicating? A child. Yeah. That's a, that is a very difficult way to break communication with someone when you're mutually raising a human being. Yep. Like, so it's, it's in the back of our mind that she's calling that her her sister but that's her daughter with dan and it really makes you wonder does gino know that that's probably not guy, if that is true because i feel like that would be an issue for gino i feel like that would be a big issue because he's always going to be linked to to this woman yeah i don't know what he knows. I, don't... I mean sure he probably knows it's the baby daddy but i don't know that he knows i mean now he knows since last season that they were still banging but i'm sure it's different situation now now that she lives with him oh portuguese princess says maybe jc's over 21 so he wouldn't be eligible for k k2 he could be over 21 because she's only 36 right well yeah. no technically yes possibly because i've watched teen mom it is possible yeah. i mean you're that's that's actually an but option too you know what jc was the youngest one is what oh, she said so one say is the oldest and he's going to be 11 yeah so the other one will be even younger and are they with the same man like i just have a lot of questions because it seems like she has much more leeway being in Wanse's life than jc's yeah so it makes me wonder that there's different fathers because the visitation situation seems to be different per child and normally if they're by the same dad the same visitation situation will work for both so jc is the sister and liz is not her real name Oh, so we think Liz is not her real name. So wait, do you think JC is Liz? Yeah. Possibly. Because she never mentioned before that she had two sons. And we've um, never she seen said that she had a daughter and a son. A, we never seen a picture, right? We've never yep. even seen a picture. Yep. Like you know how somebody will put like my family and then it'll be a picture of them and the two kids. We've never seen that. No. We've only seen Liz and Wanze. You're right. Okay. Okay. So yeah. This whole situation is interesting, but Jasmine is basically saying that she's breaking out in hives because his apartment is dirty. Do I you guys breaking, agree? Because was, he said that- I was breaking out in hives watching her. 
So wait, did you do you feel like her sleeping in his bed and living in that type of situation is what? So how does that work? Is it possible to get a rash from being somewhere that's dirty? He probably has bed bugs. I mean, let's be real. How old is that bed? He probably has bed bugs. That that's good. Okay. He said that he had it since his divorce, but he's been divorced for years. Yeah. Doesn't you know, he's dirty. I mean, you I mean, you can be a really clean person, like cleaner than clean, and you can still bring home bed bugs. I mean, they jump from one source to another. If you go to the you can go to the grocery store, you can go to the um, you know, uh doctor's office or whatever. If you see it somewhere where someone else was there to have bed bugs, same mm. thing as it is with lice and everything else. If you're you know what I'm saying, they they jump. And if you had a grocery store, you know, we've got a respiratory therapist in the back. Oh, yeah. Let's get his take. Yeah. Scott, can you, can you help out? Um, what is, what is some of the, oh, it could even be her detergent. Okay. Yeah. Look, she just moved to another country and she's using all different things. So detergent. So you know what? She could or be washing her clothes in his detergent and she's allergic to it because they might not have even sold the detergent that she used. Well, just be her nastiness coming out too there is no way no <laughs> way in hell gino does not use dollar tree detergent oh, oh <laughs> absolutely this man is so cheap he was like i'll buy you a pillow but i'm keeping mine because there's yeah. nothing wrong with it pillows are like five dollars like okay memory foam 12.99 okay like but there's no the expensive ones today and they were only twelve ninety nine. The one she pays hundreds of dollars for. Twelve ninety nine is not expensive. Like it really makes yeah. me wonder if he's really a millionaire, right? Wait, isn't there a word for people who are super super cheap, um, but have a lot of money? What is that? Yeah. Word. Yeah, cheap. It's a, right. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's like a term for it. I learned about it on my one podcast years ago, and basically, I think he's one of those. Um, where he would literally starve before he would spend money. Like, if he could oh, do... See, Scott said that various foods with preservatives differ here, and that can induce it. But, y'all, it could be her nastiness coming out. She's a nasty person. That's it oh, could be her nastiness coming out her pores. Coast to Coast teacher knows it's a miser. A miser. Yeah. That is what the term is. But, yeah, there's... Okay, so there's a lot of different things because she's eating different stuff over here and it's the detergent and she's also very, very nasty to people. So like it could yeah. be karma. Like you're saying, like it could just be karma like because she did get it in um, Panama as well. Yeah. So maybe this is just, you know, the world as it's turning and it's like, oh, remember when Jasmine now did this? I'm going to give her We got a visual on karma. Yeah. Yeah. This, like it doesn't even, it doesn't even matter what country you're in. It finds you. Right? She, cause she, he was like, didn't you get this in Panama? Like, you can't say you got it from my house. You already had it. This is just karma. Like, every, no matter where she's at, it's it finds her. And it's like, I'm gonna give you hides for like three days. Like, I'm just gonna, you know what? You you've been bad. I'm gonna give you hides for like a week. Like, that's karma. Yeah. Yeah. So Gino is is cheap, but he's not working. And I know with the K two visa, in order for her to bring her kids, whoever these people may be, over here. How is the situation going to work? Because you have to make, I think you said $55,000 a year to yeah, be a but sponsor. X amount of money. Like if you have enough money, it doesn't matter if you work or not. 
I'm sure that there are retired people all over the planet, but especially in the United States that sponsor people because they have enough money to do so. So wait, like somebody, you mean just somebody who would sign? So wait, you think the sponsor, if they have enough money in the bank, they don't have to have a There's monthly a requirement? Yeah, there's a ton of rich old men mm -hmm. that bring women all over the place that are retired. That's true. So I'm sure there's a lot of old men that do things for really pretty women. You're yes. right. The prettier the woman, the more they'll do. Yeah. And you'll just be like, why? Yeah. You know, but the prettier the woman, the deeper his pockets right. seem to be. We have we've seen that. And it's like, at some point, we're going to have to determine what's up with that oh look so jasmine found some makeup next week in in gino's car and his reaction was really weird to me he's like i don't know what that is and how it got there and how long it's been here that was yeah. a really weird reaction it wasn't like it's my nieces or i was giving someone a ride he immediately went to i don't know what that is where it is where it came from and why it's there that's a really um guilty answer i don't know like when somebody finds something or somebody looks at your phone and there's something questionable but there's a reasonable explanation you don't flip out you just give your explanation it was planted so you think it was planted i think she put it there because she's ready to go um bang dane again so <laughs> or, but once she's over here uh, once she's over here on a k1 visa you can't leave my thought is um he's he he can travel anywhere Oh yeah, he can come here. Yeah, she can't go nowhere. She can't yes. go nowhere. My she's ready to bang Dane again. <laughs> it was, uh, it was one of his family members, one of his female cousins or something, put it there to make Jasmine lose her mind. Oh, I see what Jasmine did it because she's trying to think. Like I, I think Jasmine may have did it. I mean, I mean, that's possible. It's possible. I wouldn't put anything against or behind. But, I mean. The cousin that told them not to get married in April because she was going on vacation. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. There's And then there's another cousin that doesn't like her either. It's a guy. Yeah. It, I mean, uh, nobody likes her. You're right. We don't it, even like her. You're right. <laughs> there's a lot. It could be anyone at this point. It could be a sh complete stranger at this point. Everyone has an issue with her. So, oh, so, nobody likes Jasmine. <laughs> so, we met Clayton. And we got to meet him and his two guinea pigs and two chihuahuas. Am I forgetting anything? That's his, all he... He's, yeah, his mom in the closet. And his mom in the closet. <laughs> okay, and his mom is a hoarder? Because, okay, so it's a one-bedroom apartment, and there was so much stuff in the apartment, which I thought was crazy. And then they took us to the storage locker, and I was immediately launched into an episode of Storage yeah. Wars. The, the storage locker was filled beyond to the point where, and I can guarantee you she has no idea what's in it. Absolutely. No freaking clue what's in there. And she was like, there's more in the apartment. And he's like, well, there's only enough room. And I was like, "There's." they have like three boxes, I think. And I was like, where are you going? He's like, there's enough for this. And I was like, how? How yeah. are you going to put anything else in there? They need to clear that shit out. <laughs> and the fact that they've been living in the one bedroom apartment for three years means that she hasn't used any of that stuff in over three years. Yeah. So what is she doing with it? Yeah. Nothing. She's just hoarding it. And she's thanking him to save money to get her own place. And it's been three years. Yeah. Three years 
There's plenty of time to live rent free to save money. Okay, you like have plenty no of time. You furniture in your home. You have no tables. You have no couches. No beds. No nothing. Come on. Because she's no. buying no. random. She's buying random stuff that he says she doesn't even open. Yeah, and it's it's this whole story is crazy. And Anna Lee, first of all, when I met her on the show, I was confused as to what she wanted anything to do with Clayton. And it's interesting because he said she went on my profile and viewed it and didn't message me. And I was like, well, I can think of 153 reasons why yes. she saw what you had to offer and she retreated. I can think of a million reasons why that happened. And then he chased her down and he was like, hey, um, you didn't say hello to me. And I'm thinking like, she's like, damn, he found me, you know, like she's like, damn. And then he goes to see her. He proposes to her and she gives him this really long pause. Like all of the red flags are there. So in my opinion, she looks very educated. There's a bunch of pictures of her graduating, right? She's very educated. She looks smart. He's, he does speak her language. But in my opinion, she wants to come over here, yeah. right? I feel like there's a really um, deep, um, the close connection with her and Thais because yeah. um, Anna Lee has not told her dad what's going on. Yeah. And that's kind of what was going on with Thais. Not necessarily. Thais's dad knew about Patrick and just hated him. Um, mm -hmm. She knew that they were dating, or he knew that they were dating and he hated him and he didn't want it to go any further. So she pretended like it didn't. Yeah. And then once she got over to, um, I think they were in Vegas originally, she finally told them, like, hey, I'm here to get married, whatever. Her dad, who she speaks to 20 times a day, has no idea that Clayton exists. Yeah, so, that's weird. I don't know. Is it normal to talk to your dad 20 times a day? Uh, no, not 20 times. I so, mean, when my parents were alive, I talked to both of them every day, at least once a day. Okay. And I can't imagine a whole ass human for over two years. I think that, well, the first thing that came to my mind when he said that her dad doesn't know about me, that she doesn't tell anyone about me and she talks all the time, it's like her dad is probably her boyfriend. Oh, that yeah. was the first thing that came to my mind. I mean, I could be off, but I was like, maybe she's going to come over here and then maybe figure out a way to get him over here. Like, I don't know. I, my mind was wondering because I was like, she's educated. She's pretty. She doesn't really have to settle if she didn't want to. She wasn't really interested. We know because she saw the profile. She didn't reach out or say hi, didn't do anything. Then he asked her to marry him and she had a really extended long pause. Like, she's like weighing the pros and the cons like moving to america yes, she told him she's like oh that's cute <laughs> right so yeah I, I don't know I, there was a lot of red flags for me he even said out of his own mouth i hope she didn't say yes by coercion or force like and that's to a say that <laughs> means that he kind of is right. all i'm gonna say is this this relationship's already already over yeah i mean I mean, I was really excited to see them introduced, but when I got the snap, the, um, what's the word, the relationship details, I was kind of disappointed because I was like, this isn't even going to be that long. It's going to be over before it starts. You know, right. oh, someone says she doesn't want to disappoint her dad. I mean, I get that, but if, depending, because, see, I had the same argument about Thais because she was like, I'm super, super close with my dad. I love him. We talk about everything. I was like, well, I don't buy it. Because if you really cared about how he felt and you wanted him in your life, you wouldn't hold something that big because that could end your relationship. Right. So I felt like, yeah, disappointing your parents, yeah, I get it. 
but to be dating someone for years, two and a half years, and you just never mention it. That seems really odd to me. That's, um, what's his name? Manuel is doing that stuff. Like, he's like, oh, I'm going to move to another country. I just don't tell anybody, you know? And Thais moved to another country. She literally moved, told her dad that she was going on vacation and just never came yeah. back. Just never came back. She eventually told him, like, the two or three days before they got married, she eventually told him through coercion. She didn't want to, you know, but Patrick was like, I don't want to marry you against, you know, not telling your dad because he's not going to be mad at you. He's going to be mad at me. He's going right. to make it seem like I'm the one who told you who cares what your dad thinks. Let's do what we want to do when that wasn't the case. So I don't know. This one had a lot of red flags for me. So when she arrives, I'm assuming she's going to be disappointed in the living conditions, to say the least. And it's not going to last very long. That's just what I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. I well, it's already doomed. I mean, she's been hiding her boyfriend for over two years. They don't even know he exists. No. So come on now. I think yeah. she's just wanting to get over here um, to get a green card. Well, right. And then bring and her family she, she up here. Yeah, and then once she gets it, she can travel back and forth. I cannot wait until she cooks him a romantic meal. And then he can't find his guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah, so apparently they're a delicacy um, to eat the guinea pigs. And I was so terrified when he was like, she really loves eating guinea pigs. And I was like, whoo, that's scary. You know, like you got to hide the guinea pigs. And even if you do, she doesn't look at them as pets, you know, because for some people outside of cats and dogs, other animals are just food. Like that's yeah. and, and it's, it's cultural, too. It's not necessarily that people don't care about animals, just in their culture, they don't consider certain animals to be pets. They're just food or pests, yeah. right? So it's gonna be an interesting um, transition for her because in America, you know, we don't eat certain things. It's, well, we had, we actually were talking oh, last week and I found that a lot of people do eat stuff. I just, <laughs> I just don't eat it, but we definitely don't eat guinea pigs, right? So no. those are pets. You don't eat guinea pigs. No, you, those, those are pets. <laughs> Gotta draw a line somewhere. Right. right, we draw the line. Those are pet store items. Like <laughs> you buy those to take care of. You don't eat we those. We don't eat so, rodents. You're right, right, right. We don't eat rodents. Like rodents, we draw the line at that. The only rodents we really eat over here is like crawfish, but those are rodents of the ocean. Yeah. Not like rodents of the land. You know, like those are ocean rodents. We will eat that. But okay, so I wanted to wait, wait, hold on. There might be one more thing on this subject. Or not. Okay, no, we're good. So let's talk about Rob and Sophie because we were watching the aftermath of their fight, which was about kids. And you know how I felt about that because I feel like. Sophie doesn't want kids. Rob claims that he does want kids, even though I don't think... I'm not the decider of who should have kids or not, but I do think that your priority should be in line when you are bringing another child into the world. And I do feel like Rob's priorities are kind of scattered all over the place. Um, and I think that he doesn't, he doesn't really understand Sophie's side of it because, in, in my opinion, she's 23 years old. He's 32. And she got there, like, yesterday. And he's yeah. like, when are we having kids? And I feel like, give her a moment to settle in to your Roach Motel. You know, give her a moment <laughs> and, you know, let her breathe in the air of the outdoors while she's peeing and just give her some time to settle into the relationship. And I feel like 
he doesn't care that it's a medical condition. He's just like, well, you should want to do it because I want to do it. And if you don't want to do it, we shouldn't be together. And it's just, it was a lot. So then yeah. they finally kind of come to an agreement about if they did have kids, it would be a surrogate, which was completely laughable to me because a surrogate is extremely expensive. And Rob's um, budget, like his budget for anything other than like a combo meal is zero dollars. Yeah. So I was just like, so basically she got to get out of jail free card with that because there's no way he's going to have the money for a surrogate. So she's never going to have to have a kid. Even, and not that we were going to say that the relationship lasted that long because apparently it ended tonight, yeah. basically. So, but that was where they landed with that. So let's talk about Rob's cheating. Okay. So I have actually heard a story like this before by someone that I know that they had a dream that their boyfriend was cheating on them. And then they checked, the, I mean, it literally happened the same way. They checked the phone and found it. So do you think that intuition works that way? Because a lot yeah. of women tell me that yeah. they will know something is wrong just by a dream or like they'll just look at their boyfriend or whatever and he'll do something weird and yeah. they just know. Was yeah. that a real thing? Yeah. You feel that shit. See, that's, yeah. that's crazy. Because my first, when she was telling the story, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You dream he was cheating on you and now you going through his phone. That's kind of messed up. She found something. I know someone, I knew someone that every time that she had a dream of tornadoes, like, you know, tornadoes in her dream, um, she would find out um, within the next 24 to 48 hours that her husband was cheating on her again. Oh, so the tornado was like a metaphor, symbolic. Yeah, disaster. Like, there's like something like a whirlwind yeah. going on. Yeah, something's going on. Yeah. So, and yeah, it's not psychic ability. It's just like a women's intuition. Yeah. Like, because a lot of women will say, I have zero psychic ability. I can't tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. But they can tell you if something is wrong in their household. Like, they could just yeah. tell you it's a feeling. It's a um, a dream. It's a vision. They can just see it. And it's like, she saw it. And apparently, this isn't the first time that Rob cheated on her with, like, girls online. Apparently, because we heard about the first time. And then the second time, she found out that he had an app. And he was requesting nudes and videos from girls. Um, and they were sending it to him, and she said he was entertaining it. Yeah. So that is cheating, right? Because yeah. If looking at if, yeah, if you're being enticed by other women's bodies and you have a whole fiance, that's cheating. And I feel like she was definitely in the right for packing her stuff and getting out because she she forgave him once. Shame on her. The second time, now he's just doing it because he knows he can get away with it, right? Yeah. Look, I done told y'all, I don't know how many times, once a cheater, always a cheater. They always going to cheat. Yeah. They'll calm down when they get caught. But once that door opens again, they're going to do it again. A cheater yeah. will always be a cheater. Man or yeah. woman. I don't care who it is. So there's no, no reforming of a cheater. No. So you believe forgiving a cheater is only making them worse. Yes, if they cheat on you one time, they got to go. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree because I know I've heard all the excuses, millions of drunk, um, bad decisions. There's a million different excuses. None of them excuse the fact that if you love the person, you yep. wouldn't have done it. Because I used drunk to always say this. Love, you'll never do that. If you well, yeah, I used to say all the time, you can lead a whore to a man, but the man has to commit an act, right? Like you can, you can, um, a prostitute can approach a man, uh, escort, just any woman, a home wrecker, anybody who knows 
he has to act. Yep. And I think that a lot of times the man is the, the one who has to decide to cheat. Cause a lot of times they're like, she's a homewrecker. I'm like, well, if he would have said, Hey, look at my finger. I'm married. Get out of my face. That's where the decision was made. She couldn't coerce him to do anything he didn't want to do. Yeah. Men have to decide what they want to do. And if they decide to cheat, it's their decision. Cause I hate how women get angry with each other. Cause I was like, well, you can't be mad at her because she has no loyalty to you. She, you're a stranger to her, but he ain't no stranger to you. He's the person that should have respected you right. and stood up for your relationship and said, hey, no, I'm in a happy, committed relationship in case you didn't know. Sometimes they do know, yeah. but it's still the man's responsibility to, to decide. Cause I, my, I remember hearing it a lot when I was younger, they would say, you can lead a whore to a man, right? The man yeah. has to decide what to do with that whore. He can send her away. He can commit an act with her, like that's on him. But you can't always just put the, the blame on the person on one person when it takes two to tango. It takes two people to do it. And I feel like her forgiving him, like you said, was a mistake. So how do you feel about her moving out of the house and getting her own place? Because she's here on a 90-day visa. Yeah. So what's going to happen? Well, she needs to get on the plane and go back home. Yeah. But, but where did, But she, she literally said, if she doesn't stay with Rob, that ruins her dreams of it. essentially being in L.A. I caught that. I caught so, that. Yeah, she's I caught that too. I caught that too. So she's seen but more. She needs to get on the plane and go back home. Yeah, <laughs> she had enough money when she got here. Had enough money to go rent her own place. That's that's eye opening. Yeah. So that means that she never had to stay with him at all. Yeah. This is all for paperwork. Yeah. This is all a part of the plan. Because if she had enough money, first of all, how do you rent an apartment without a social security number? Right. Wasn't that it an apartment was or wasn't it a hotel? Okay, yeah, you're right. It could have been like a hotel. Oh, you know but, what? I can I've rent Airbnbs just with my ID um and my credit card. I didn't yeah. have to give anybody a social security number. You know what? So technically she could have rented like one of those extended rentals. Yeah. So you're right. right. So right. And you know kids all she had to do was call her mom. You know, she said that her family is yeah. very wealthy. Exactly. What she needs is citizenship. She doesn't need money. She doesn't need a man. She needs the card. And then, because she said, my dreams of a life in LA are now going to be ruined and she doesn't have to change anything. Yep. And I was like, you seem more angry that your life here is ruined and not that he cheated on you for the second time. Because yep. I was like, but at the same time, if she's only worried about getting her green card, who cares if he's cheating? Just marry him and stay as yep. long as you need to stay and then leave, right? Yep. Yeah, she's... That's exact. I mean, we knew it from the beginning, but it was very much confirmed tonight that that was the deal. Oh yeah, she, just like with she, Jasmine, it it was confirmed. Like I don't know how many um see, uh, not seasons, but shows back. Like yeah. that's all she's talking about. She never talks about her being stable with um with Gino. She's only she's only talking about her getting over here. Now she's over here. Now she needs to make sure she's going to be okay before she brings her children over here. Yeah. She but does not talk about having a future with Gino. She talks about having a future with her being here with her children. Yeah, yeah, her master plan. Her master plan and whether or not it's going to pan out the way she needs it to pan out. That's, that's what she's working towards. And it's like she might be asking for stuff like a new bed or new stuff while she's waiting. But once she but gets... Sorry. I just have to say, with Sophie, the, 
yes, Rob's wrong, but Sophie's still on this app that meets friends, and we, we know that it's a friend app. We've confirmed that. Mm -hmm. But she's still hiding the fact that she's bisexual and saying that she has no friends. But what about the friend she was just with? Yeah, she's been friends with this person, I think she said the same amount of time she's been with Rob. So she's not totally alone here, like she's making it seem. Oh, no, no. she She's definitely got people here that she can call and go, like this girl is living right close enough there they can meet up. Yeah. Like, she's got people close Who knows? That may have been a bedroom in, um, what's her name? Shariah? Or Soraya? something right. it may have been a bed um a bedroom in her house or her apartment we don't know i don't know she yeah, said i really. rented my own place so i took that as her own place i mean i don't i don't know you know it seemed really peculiar to me that she was able to get her own place so quickly yeah even you know here you need to apply you have an application you have background you have credit yeah. there's a whole process like you ain't moving in nowhere within a couple of weeks. It takes almost a month right. to get the whole thing from Sometimes start to Sometimes a couple of years. Well, right, yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like, that was very peculiar to me. I was like, so that quickly you could rearrange your life to where you don't need him. Mm -hmm. And it makes me realize that that was the plan all along. Yeah. You know, when the time was right, she was gonna rearrange her life and he wasn't gonna be in it. But which, we all knew he was an asshole, but then watching the video of her confronting him, made him look like an even bigger asshole the way he's freaking out oh yeah yeah. i don't want to make it seem like i'm on his side because i was like oh well she just wants to be around even if she didn't she doesn't deserve to be treated the way that she's treated yeah. by him i don't exactly. care what her motives are she could just come over here for a green card and use them that's i don't even care the way that he treats her and disrespects her is crazy to me yeah like he literally treats her like she's below him and i'm trying to understand how he's so confident because you don't have a lot going on no. right like there's not a lot going on so i'm like why do you feel like you can treat her like she's nothing and i'm tired of him saying that he has that she has to treat him a certain way for him to give her her green card he, yeah. he said that a couple of times already like she's earning it right like yeah, yeah. like you have to do what i say or i'm not going to give you the green card it's not he's he thinks that it's him that's giving her the green card and it's not the immigration department like yeah. you're not gifting her anything yeah like and i think a lot of americans do that they're like well if you want this green card you're gonna do what i say or you're gonna and like it's not a contract between you and the person it's, it's between you and the government yeah right like and you're not the giver of a better life yeah. and i think a lot of people want to be like well i'm the giver of a better life i'm gonna change your life because without me you know, you would be living in this horrible situation. And I don't like the way that they make people feel. You know, yeah. they make people feel like, well, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have anything. You wouldn't have the life that you're gonna have. So you have to be grateful to me, even if I'm a douche. Yeah. No, they don't have to be grateful to you if you're a douchebag. Like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah, they're, they're gonna be done quick. Well, I believe that they were. And then I told you guys last week, Sophie posted in Austin, Texas, and then um rob posted in some part marble texas and apparently they're really really like less than an hour apart yeah. and sophie's mom was also with her in austin texas so i don't know what's going on yeah. i don't know if they're still together together i mean she's still in america and this was filmed a year and a half ago 
So she'd have yeah. to be married to somebody, right? Because you can't yeah. stay that long. Yeah. Or she's on a tourist visa. Like, I don't know what is going on. Yeah. Because if this was filmed um, a year and a half but ago. Wasn't, it they, they, wasn't they filming during COVID because they were still wearing masks? Well, she, yeah. she said it was two years ago on that Q&A she did. How long? Two? So, two years oh, ago. Oh, two years ago. So, yeah, she if she's in America now, she married somebody, yeah. right? I, there's no way she could have stayed that long on a tourist visa. The longest you can stay on a tourist is like six months. Yeah. Or and, unless she went to school. I know if you go to school, you can get a, um education visa. Yeah. But you have to be enrolled in school. Yeah. That's possible. Well, yeah, she could be in school. Like, we don't know. We don't know what's going on with her. But she moved out at the 70th day mark. So she was only with him for 20 days physically. Yeah. When she was here. At the 70th day, she had moved into her own place. Yeah. So we don't, I, it seemed to me that she was moved on. She was done. So we got yeah. more episodes to go, but we're going to have to see how she ended up in America. She's not in L.A., but she posted no. that she was in Texas. So she's not in L.A. physically. So we'll have to figure it out. If anybody knows, send it to me so we can figure it out because I'm curious. I've asked her. She won't tell me. So if anybody wants to tell me, I would love to know. Yeah. Yeah. So let me see. I think we got Devin and Nick. Yeah, Devin's in South Korea. And Nick. I thought was this. They're so lame already. They're so lame. They're, that, I, don't, I don't even really have nothing to talk about, talk about them. I mean, it's just, what? Other than, why? Why, why don't, were they just fill-ins? Why are they talking with their mouth full of food? That's the only thing I have to say. That's. I'm done. That's all. Well, well, the food did look good, but you don't have to convince me that yeah. food is good. I already know that. But like, why are, it why did. Are you stuffing it in your mouth and then talking to each other and chewing with your mouth open? I don't know. That's awful. That's all I have to say about them. Move on. Well, this episode, Nick, <laughs> Nick. Nick told Devin that his mom <laughs> would rather he married a Korean girl. So, we're getting a very um, typical 90 Day Fiance storyline. She's going to go meet the parents. The parents are going to be super, super nasty to her. She's going to cry, and then they're going to break up. Yep. So, like, we're getting a very um, logical and typical 90 Day Fiance storyline, which we've seen a million times already. And we know that when it comes to other which calls cultures, it's very difficult for you to live up to expectation. We learned, we definitely learned that with Jenny and Samit, Jen and Rishi, um, Kimberly and TJ, especially like Indian culture, but still Korean, um, any of those Eastern European countries, they're very, very, very close-minded, especially when it comes to Americans. We're just not, we're not on their radar, right? Like we're definitely not on their radar, especially for the parents, for the, the, the people looking to get married, we're all over their radar, but for their yeah. parents and their grandparents and the people who are, you know, tradition-based they want nothing to do with us. Yep. So I don't know how much of the story we're going to get because they're introduced pretty late in the season as well. So I'm assuming that he's never going to make it to Searcy, Arkansas. That's my yeah. guess. He's never going to get there because his parents are never going to give him any type of blessing um, yeah. to marry an American girl. I just don't see it. Yeah. Uh, they so, don't have my So Justin, Igor, and Nikki. So in this episode... Um, he did take Nikki out at night, which was 
cool because I thought he would never do that. But Nikki took it upon herself to say really, really loud in the restaurant that she transitioned from a man to a woman and people heard her. And then she's okay. like, oh, okay, wait, people looked at her. She got clocked. I'm sure it had nothing to do with the five cameramen standing around your table. Oh, so well, that was my first question. Because I was like, this is Moldova. They speak Russian. Um, how did they understand what she was saying? Yeah. I think that she's extra, what's the word? She's extra, um, extra. sensitive to people staring at her, which I understand. You know, I understand. She thinks that, wait, she said she's trying to get him. Yes, right. Thank you. Mama talk. She is. She is going out of her way to make sure that everyone around in Moldova knows that he's with her. And yeah. I, I, I don't know. Okay, so I'm torn on this because I feel like it's important that he's not embarrassed of who he's with and she shouldn't be hidden. But at the same time, this is a different situation. He didn't know she was trans when they got together. They broke up because of it. And now that he's trying to start something new, he's not going to just be like, oh, announce to the world that he's trying to marry a trans woman because that's not where this situation was going in the first place. So I'm really torn on that because she wants him to just be like, you should be happy about who you are and be yourself and don't let other people, you know, in their thoughts make you feel that you can't be yourself. But he's himself a straight man. He yeah. is being himself. Yeah. Straight men are douchebags who are very close-minded, who aren't open to anything that is outside of um, straight sexual yeah. activity. Like, straight men are morons. They don't have any... Um, sensitivity towards that. They just talk nasty about it. They, it's a joke. Um, they use it as a derogatory term. That's just how a straight man is. And she has to remember, this is a straight man. Yeah. He's not bisexual. He's not attracted to typically trans women. Yeah. That's not what he was looking for. If he, if he knew what was going on in that club 17 years ago, they wouldn't have had a relationship. Yeah. So she's expecting a lot out of him. I feel like he's acting in the way that he should. Yeah. I think he's acting better. Well, yeah, I mean, he could be a lot worse because she's definitely put him through a lot. So she was calling him out for taking money because she's like, every time you need something, I pay, pay, pay. She, and he said that you don't really give me very much money. It's nothing to live off of. And then she said, I gave you 7000 alone for your nose. Yeah. So how do we feel about Justin Igor taking money from Nikki, but not, but then also rejecting her physically? Are we I, mad about I, it? I slept with you for two years and I was in love with you. And then I found out you weren't who I thought you were at all. Bitch, you owe me for the rest of your life. Oh, so this is basically feel. payback for that's deception. That's how I feel. Well, okay. Portrait yeah. Princess says they're both using each other. See, I kind of agree with you because she's using him because she tricked him. And then he's using her for the money and then he was like oh well you know what it's, it's not that much money i would pay it back and i was like well if you had the money to start with and you took it anyway that means that you kind of are using her for money because you're saying you didn't need it yeah but i don't think anybody really feels bad for either party because i think what everyone's saying they're using each other yeah you know they're they're, they're scamming each other they're using each other and you know if anyone is hurt in the process that's part of the game right they're not gonna make it, but yeah, I mean. And then, next, and then next week she talks about how she had to prostitute herself out to pay for. Oh, 
surgery. He's like, really? I really feel bad for Justin Igor because he really, really wants her to just not embarrass him and not yeah. cause unnecessary attention to their situation. Like, in his mind, he's okay with the situation as long as he and her are the only people who know. That's his thought process. So she goes to meet his friends, which I thought was a massive step, right? Yep. Because he's been trying to hide her, period, from everybody, right? So the fact that he took her to meet his closest friends, and then she sits there and she's telling the whole trans transition story, um, how she was a prostitute, and I was like, this is too much too fast. Yep. You know how people say, give people enough time to process the information? Yeah. You're, okay, so they know you're trans. Give them like six months to process the information. Also, you're addic you were addicted to drugs. I mean, if you come into my family and you say, I was addicted to drugs, my fam family's going to be like, whoa, they need a minute to process that. Yeah. But then when you say, I'm a hooker too, they're going to be like, whoa. It but then you say, I wasn't even born a woman. They're going to be like, whoa. So yeah. this is too much all at once. Right. Yeah, way such, too much. Way too thing, much. There's a such thing as information overload. Yeah. And I feel like when you, because a lot of times, like, okay, so back when I used to be a manager, um, when we went, when I need to fire somebody, they told us, you know, start how they did good, give them horrible news, <laughs> and then give them good, like the you give them. Sandwich. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Start out with saying some good traits about yourself, good character traits, um, things that they will like say, hey, oh, by the way, I was born a man. Then, you know, jump into something, <laughs> something a little more. Um, like <laughs> yes, yes. Give them yeah. what they can take at one dinner, yes. right? Like, do not shove anything down their throat to the point where they're gagging and they might die. Like, that is too much information to throw on anyone that you want to make a good impression on. Because yep. people can only process so much bad information at a time. Yes. Bad information, it takes way more brain power an emotion to process through bad information than it is through good information. So once you start overloading them, and I okay, you know what? I don't like the term bad information because who she is isn't bad information. It's difficult information to process. Yes. I want to rephrase that. Nothing that about her sexuality is bad. Drug addict and prostitute. That's both bad information. Yes. So <laughs> you want to make a good impression. You want to be accepted. You know, give and them. You, you're going to talk to closed-minded people. Yeah. Yes. You know what? So let's talk about the Moldovian culture. Which you? I don't think you should ever tell anyone that you are a prostitute in that in that culture. I don't, if that's something, I don't care where you from. You don't need to tell nobody that you are a prostitute, a cowgirl, hooked on drugs. I mean, no. Why would you tell people that? Especially people you don't know. Right? Yep. People you don't know. Like, that's a lot. Oh, Justin said that he didn't want her to work out at his gym. He wanted her to work out at a foreigner's gym where, like, out-of-state country town people worked out. And, you know, I know what he's doing. You know, he likes yep. to make it seem like it's not what he's doing, but he doesn't want the place that he frequents to know about his personal information, which, that's fine. Yep. You know, I used to go to a gym and the people that that gym didn't know anything going on in my household. Yep. Like we were, that wasn't that type of situation. I get it. But she wants everybody. Okay. So I think the issue with it is Nikki is an out and proud. I am who I am person. And one thing I learned about people who are super proud of who they are, they love to 
um, make other people feel the same way. They want you to go out and be that type of person and tell everyone who you are, what you love, what you want to do. And in that moment in life um, is worked towards. It's something that you work towards. You can't just say, oh, well, I did it, so you should do it too. Yeah. You know, it, it's a different moment in time for that person. They have to be mentally, physically, emotionally ready to yeah. tell people exactly what's going on in their life. And I think Nikki being who she is and, you know, she transitioned at a very young age and she's been living her truth for a long time. She just wants it all out on the table because she would never hide it. And I think right. she's confusing that onto Justin Igor, who is more worried about what other people think than anything else. Okay, I know this relationship isn't going to work because he's so worried about what everyone in Moldova thinks. And if it was going to work, he was leaving Moldova. That's how I yeah. know it's never going to work. Yep. And I need her to understand that. Because I was like, Nikki, you know he's never going to move to America because everything that he does there, he's not moving like a person who's packing his stuff and never looking back. He's moving like a person who knows you're leaving yeah. and he's staying because he's trying to keep you a secret and keep everything under wraps. So when you leave, he can still live his life in a normal way without judgment. And I was like, that is that is a red flag in itself. When she said she was going to pack her stuff and go back home after the picnic, that's exactly what she should have did. She said, I'm sick of paying for everything. I'm sick of being your sugar mama. I'm sick of She should have left and cut it off right then and there because at this point, she's just going to stay and she's going to give him more money. She's going to give him more money. She's going to give him more money. That's probably how she ended up in the situation that she's in right now. Yeah. They're not going to make it. It's over. It's fine. Yeah. That's true. Pris, Prick said, even her mother is more understanding of Justin Igor. You're right. She was on Justin Igor's side the whole time because she was like, we had a conversation. She's like, but did you have a civilized conversation? Yeah. She was like, did you act like you had sense when you had? And she was like, well, no, I screamed at him and acted a fool. Even her mom knows you don't react to people the way that you should. You don't, you go from, well, even she said, I go from zero to a thousand. Yeah. And she yeah. just yelled screams has a hissy fit and and flips out and you know that's fine depending on what the person did you know sometimes people do something horrible and you do need to act a fool to make yeah. them realize hey you do that i'm gonna embarrass the hell out of you yeah. don't do that to me but she does it in every situation and i think that she keeps ending up in these types of relationships and she's looking for acceptance and approval from men and i feel like that's never a good situation to be in. She's got to learn that she is who she is. She should love herself for who she is. And if a man isn't accepting of her, screw that man. You yeah. are still Nikki. You are still Nicole. You are still who you are. And she wants to be accepted by this one man who's been rejecting her for shit, 17 years. And it's, I just want her to just pack her stuff, call it quits. She's, she gave a good fight, but it is time to throw in the towel. She's given him all her money. Yep. Right, all her money. And then he had the audacity to say, it ain't even that much money. She bought him a nose. Ain't nobody ever bought me no nose. Okay? I've gotten shoes. Nose, new teeth, <laughs> jaw. Right? What else? But, like, all kind of stuff. And then he said it wasn't even that big of a deal. And I was like, see, that's this is your cue to leave. He's taking your money, and then he physically rejects you in person. Like, literally right. rejects every bit of you as a person. Like, and you're giving him your money. I don't care who you're with. If you're gay, if you're straight, it, whatever. I don't care who you're with. If the person you're with 
you're not very attracted to, you're trying to get to know them after they've betrayed you to the fullest extent, and all they do is nag you for sex, you're going to get very tired of it and not want to get to know them. And that's all she does. Sex, 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 sex. And he's like, no thanks. Yeah, I noticed I'm that a, too. Yeah, I think that I think that he's still, because he's straight, that he looks at her when they're going to be intimate, that he's not being intimate with a woman. He's being intimate with a man. Yeah. And he hasn't got over that yet. Absolutely. Even though she's had the surgery, he still looks at her as a man. He don't look at her as a woman. But, yeah. Is it ever, is it normal to expect him to ever get over that being he's no. a straight man? That's because, no. yeah, asking he's a straight man to, right. See, that's. No, that if they was went my question. 17 years ago, and she told him up front, before they had sex, I am a trans woman. Before they had sex, instead of sleeping with him for two years, and then just getting mad one day and saying, I was born a boy. That's not, you, that's not like saying, I spent $500 on your credit card. That's a, a whole ass different topic. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because... In my mind, I was like, we're expecting a straight man, because she's like, when is he going to get over it? And I was like, I don't know if a straight man can get over that. Because, yeah. again, he wasn't looking to be in a relationship with a trans woman. This happened to him. The situation yeah. happened to him. He grew feelings for you, unaware of what the situation was. So I was like, us expecting Justin Igor to just be like, you know what, I'm just going to get over the fact that she's trans and I'm just going to love her for who she is. That happens all the time with open-minded people who are open to being you know they're open he's not open he never has been and i don't think he ever will be yeah yep. she i think she I, I mean she literally traumatized him because he was sleeping with someone that he thought he knew but he really didn't know yeah and then you show up 17 years later and look so dramatically different than you did the last time I saw you and you lied to my face. You look so different and you just automatically expect me to be so attracted to you that when you say sex 150 times to me and give me a 48 hour ultimatum, nothing's gonna push somebody away further. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's awful. You know, if I was to see him, I'd be like, you know what, you ain't gotta wait the 48 hours. You can yep. go ahead and leave. Yep. Don't give me no ultimatum. But I feel like he likes being taken care of. Um, but it's more of a, you know how there's like, um there'll be like a sugar daddy where the girl doesn't have to touch the man. Or kind of like when, um remember Anna Nicole Smith? She was with like a really older guy. He, I don't think, could do anything. Right. But he spoiled her. And I feel like Justin Igor just wants to be spoiled. Yeah. He, he doesn't want to actually have to never, perform. Yeah, he was hoping she would never actually show up in Moldova. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that her coming there is really cramping up his plan because he liked the idea of receiving the money, being in a relationship with her, and never having to deal with her because she's on the other side of the world. Yeah. And I think that that was the long-term plan, kind of like with Riley and, um, what was her name? Violet. Violet was like, well, as long as he don't come to Vietnam and I'm getting yeah. money and gifts, everything in this plan is working out perfectly fine. Then boom, this person jumps on the plane. Your whole plan blows up in your yeah. face. Yep. And even worse for Justin Igor, because 
it's not just his girlfriend or fiance, it's his trans fiance. And she wants to be known everywhere by everyone around that they're together. And he never thought in a million years that he would ever have to explain that to anyone. Yeah. And I think that's what's making it even more difficult because he looks at it like, I'm never going to marry her. I'm never going to move to the US. But now she's coming here and disrupting my life and yeah. telling everyone what I did. And I think that this wasn't something that he was ever going to have to share with anyone. So now I think he's looking at it like, well, now I'm not going to marry her. But now everyone's going to know that I was in a relationship with a trans woman. And now I'm going to have to try to live that down. I think yeah. that's the main issue. Yeah, it's not going to work. This episode, right? This is crazy. So next week, we are going to catch up with Manuel and Ashley, they're going to couples therapy. And I know in a lot of cultures, therapy is look, is frowned upon. I'm going to probably say that Manuel doesn't want to be in it because he made some comments in the preview about how he didn't want to go to therapy. He didn't believe in it. He didn't feel like he did anything wrong. I feel like their relationship is very tumultuous from the beginning. They don't agree on much and they don't communicate. And he's super secretive about his phone calls and his family and who he knows. And he wants to have a separate life from his wife, which I'm not like 900% against. I feel like you should have hobbies. Like if you're married, you should be able to go fishing or you should go camping or you could do things that you don't have to bring your spouse to. But there should also be an understanding that they know what you're doing, who you're with and where it is. And yeah. I feel like he wants a completely separate life where he's on the phone talking to people, FaceTiming, doing whatever the hell he wants. And he wants her out of sight, out of mind, never yeah. going to tell her what's going on. That's really alarming to me because it's like you can't be married and then also have a, a separate life from the person you're married to and then expect things to coexist. No woman's going to be like, oh, yeah, go out and do what you want. Turn your phone off. And don't answer it when I call or text. I don't care what you're doing. I've never met anyone who made that work in a relationship. It should be fine, though. She's a witch. She knows what's happening. Is she, though? Yeah, she's a witch. She is so not she, no freaking witch. Because if she was a witch, she would already know how this is going. <laughs> she would have known before applying for the K-1 visa, because all she would have had to do was read the cards, right? Yeah, the right. card would say disaster or yeah. whatever. It would that The card would literally tell her. You, you talk about the situation, you read the cards, and then the cards literally tell you how it's going to turn out. Yep. She ain't no um, witch. She doesn't know what's going on. She can figure out if he has a girlfriend or family. She don't even know. No. She literally is trying to ask him. Like, he would ever tell her. Yeah. yeah. She, she oh. would know if he was living a double life. She would know all of this. Like I said, if y'all want to meet a real legit witch, come to Georgia. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Oh. Jay Queasy said, I was surprised that Justin Igor kissed Nikki in the restaurant. I was too. I was I too. Was. Why not? Because he had 47 glasses of wine. So, drunkily. Yeah, she probably she probably got her head banged up against the um, headboard I'm sure. with all that wine. So, he was drunk. He ain't going to remember doing it. <laughs> he had 47 glasses of wine, five cameramen. He got up, kissed her on the cheek for a second. Okay. Well, somebody said earlier, everybody in that restaurant was probably an actor. Oh, I'm sure. You think that that's sure. true? You yeah. think that they screened the people? Possibly. Yeah, they Possibly. probably screened the people, and they knew what was going on. Nobody well, was judging. They showed the faces of people in that restaurant, and in order to show the faces, they had to sign. They signed a release. Yep. Exactly. 
So if somebody would have tried to attack her outside, they had the name, address, phone number, and email address of everybody in the restaurant. So yeah, I feel like, okay, so now, yeah, so I guess it wasn't really a surprise. This was a controlled environment. It was yeah. a controlled environment. Like if they were out in public without cameras, without um, releases signed, he probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. That's how I feel. I feel like, because in his mind, Moldova is home. He's never going to leave Moldova. He has to watch what he does in Moldova. Yep. And that's that's what I feel, my vibe from him. He's fine with whatever they do as long as it's behind closed doors and no one ever knows. Yeah. It's the public aspect that bothers him because he knows this is where he has to live. Even he said it a few episodes ago. He's like, I have to live here. I have yeah. to be here and, and coexist with these people. And even Nikki then didn't catch... He's saying to you, I'm never leaving. Yeah. He didn't yeah. even catch it then. Because I was like, the red flags are like smacking you across the face. Like, he basically said to you, I'm never marrying you. Right. So I have to watch what I do here. He rebuilt his bathroom in his apartment. People don't redo bathrooms when they're leaving. That's expensive. I mean, yeah. it wasn't his money, but still, you don't do a redo People a don't bathroom. redo anything when, if they're leaving. Right. You, you've saved that money for the move. So you have money when you get here. He ain't going nowhere. He drives a Beamer. He is fine where he's at. <laughs> he is fine where he's at. Nikki bought it. You know, he is good. So we're going to check back in with them next week. Okay, so tomorrow is the other way. Um, it's not the finale or nothing. So uh, it's the other way. So we're going to watch the other way. And then the premiere of the Family Chantel, the final season, um, final chapter, I think it's called. We're going to be watching the divorce proceedings between Pedro and... Chantel, apparently it gets pretty ugly. So get your popcorn. We're going to be talking about it. I'm going to really, really try to go live tomorrow. I'm going to be traveling tomorrow, but fingers crossed we're going to make this work. Um, we're going to try to make this work. I'll Depending probably be very late or absent tomorrow. Not going to lie. That might Tomorrow's work. My, that might my work. Birthday and we have plans and I'm not going to cancel my plans. So, oh. And I'm not canceling on my daughter. Of course not. Of yeah. course not. And it, depending on my flights, we might not be here tomorrow. I'm going to keep everybody posted, though. You know how it is. Flights are ridiculous. Um, there's um, there's cancellations, delays. Everything is issues. And I'm going up north. So I'll let everybody know what's going on. We might have to do nothing tomorrow and then go on Tuesday. No, not Tuesday because I'll be traveling again. Okay. I'll keep everybody posted on um, what's going on. But if we're here tomorrow and Cara's not, it's because she has a prior engagement. Um, but either way, I'll keep everybody posted. Thanks for um, watching with or checking in with us today for this episode of 9 Day Fiance, the OG season. This is episode five. We're super fresh into this season. Make sure you're following my co-host, my dream team, Cara and Didi. They're tagged in this video for the recap replay. And make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, GeorgeMossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in The George Mossy Show. We charted at number 32 last week in Norway. Norway. Yeah. And Canada. Thank you so awesome. much. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. We love that you listen. And um, we will be here hopefully tomorrow. But we're, whatever day it is, we're still talking about all the shows that air this week. We're not skipping anything. So don't even worry about that. Thank you for joining us, guys. And we'll talk to all of you guys really soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.